Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. You A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias. Ben, welcome to the cave. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. How are you, man? What's new with you? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Hanging in there. Yeah, there you go. What's uh, how's uh, quarantine life been treating you? You know what? It's it, it has its ups and downs. I'm gonna be honest with you. There there are some parts of it that are like really kind of nice, and then there are other parts that you know I'm I'm going quietly insane. There you go. Um, what did you uh, <laughs> what have you been doing with uh, some of your time off? I mean, it's been a lot of working around a house and a lot of netflix and a lot of <laughs> spending time with family and um, yeah, we have a we have a five-year-old son so it's like you know busy. keeping him keeping him busy and entertained and occupied and while trying to still do everything my wife and i we also own a coffee shop and it's that's been a little bit of a challenge um you know keeping oh, yeah. that going through all of this and all that sort of stuff. But there's also a, been a lot of quality time. <laughs> oh yeah. I have two, I have two young kids myself, so I know all about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't <laughs> well, at least if you got two, they can like hang out with each other. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my daughter is five and my son is two. So they, they hang out sometimes other times they just want to be away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. My, my son actually turns five tomorrow. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, you must be excited. He is, but then it's just like, it's, you know, I was super bummed out about it, to tell you the truth, because, you know, not because it's his birthday, but we were in January, we were talking to him about, you know, for your birthday, we're going to go to the water park, because he's excited and never been to a water park before, and it was just like, now we can't and the right. other day he like right. brought it up and he was like is the virus gone can we go to the water park now I'm like buddy sorry we can't i know, you we, know had, we can't we had to do the same thing for my daughter's birthday party we had to cancel it yeah yeah it's rough that's rough it is so man you've been busy for a few years now huh? with uh, film and tv and uh you know when i was doing some research on you you know you had a role on bosch uh i did have bosch. a role on bosch you know, and uh, recently, you know, you have a movie that just released last week, Mighty Oak, and we'll talk about yeah. that. But let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about you first. Uh, where are you originally from? Australia. How was it? Uh? Australia. I grew up, grew up in Sydney, Australia, in uh, Northern Beaches area, which is you know, about, about an hour outside the city, um, kind of small beach community, um, really great place to grow up, honestly. I assume it's um, awesome, awesome weather yeah i mean it's it's like same as here southern california really but um a little more humid and we get a little more rain you know but it's the same kind of vibe right so uh, uh, yeah so like growing up there like what were you into as a kid surfing surfing i grew up yeah i grew up you know steps from the beach and every everywhere where i grew up like the whole kind of community was all on the coastline so it was you know, beach community everyone surfed all that kind of stuff um 
I was also uh, into boxing as a kid. I, Still, I am. did see that. But, yeah. How did you? Yeah. Uh, how did you uh, get into the boxing world? <laughs> really funny story, actually. Um, so I heard when I was about eleven at school. Um, I heard a rumor that one of the kids wanted to beat me up, and um, I didn't know how to fight. So, so I was like, well, I'm going to go learn. And then so I took you know, a couple boxing classes and then just like I fell in love, just fell in love with the sport. It turns out that was all false. The kid never actually wanted to beat me up or anything like that. It was just all, you know, someone said something, who said something. And it was just all BS. But you know, it turned out being one of the best things ever because that was, you know, I found a real passion in that sport. Is, uh, is boxing huge in Australia? No. No, not no. really. No. Not really. I was just thinking, like, you know, like, how, how, how does somebody just jump into it? What made you think of boxing, like, instead of, like, karate or something like that? I don't know. I really don't know. It just kind of popped into my head. And it was like, you know that's going to be what I'll do. And then, so I've, I found, I think I looked in like the newspaper to find a local boxing class and then kind of showed up one day. It was like little 11 year old kid. There's <laughs> like warehousey garage gym kind of thing. And yeah, I just loved it. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't one of those things where you're watching Rocky and you just wanted to do it. No, I mean, yeah, of course I had ro watched Rocky, but, but that wasn't like, that wasn't the thing that spurred me on into it. Yeah. Did you, uh, so how many years, did you fight pro at all? No. No, you no I just... never did that. It was, I mean, that was the, that was the goal, you know, to do, to go and do something like that. I used, it used to be what I wanted to do for, you know, yeah. my, my life. But then I think. I think the idea of it kind of outweighed what it actually took to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so how did you go from like boxing to one day you're like, Oh, I want to get to the entertainment industry. How did that happen? So it was funny. So I grew up always watching movies, you know, just that was like my thing. I would watch movies. Um, and not in, not in a way that I was just like, I want to make movies one day. It was just always, I was just, it was like kind of like, you know, an escape from, from me. I could watch a movie and get taken to another place for hours or whatever. And then, um, kind of seemed to me like that's something for other people to do. It never even crossed my mind to be able to like pursue that. Yeah. Um, so it was always just, you know, a thing that I did was watch movies and really liked it. And then um, after I finished high school, I went and backpacked around Europe for a couple months. And, um, you know, I saw this whole kind of big world out there. And it was like, wait a second, I can kind of do whatever I want if I just, you know, try. So I decided while I was away, I decided, you know, when I get home, I'm going to try and do that. So I did 
I did the same thing. I looked up where where could I find the closest acting class, and then. It's <laughs> great. How do I? So like, how the rest would you? Is history, and now I'm here. Yeah. How would you describe like your uh, your experiences taking acting classes? Um, I mean, it was awesome. I, it was, it was, it was really cool to tell you the truth because, you know, I showed up and I just started learning about what, what it actually takes to make the words on a page come alive. And, uh, it started to become somewhat of a, you know, obsession for me to try and figure that stuff out, to try and figure out. It's it's almost like you're a detective in some ways. You're kind of dissecting each word and piece of punctuation that's on the page and figuring out what, you know, what is the writer trying to tell with this line or that line or that line? And how do you bring it to life and make it real? And that's that's kind of it's kind of taught to approach everything and it's it, it it just it never felt like laboring it never felt like actual like work it was just something i just so how old were you when you decided you wanted to move to the u.s to to keep going with the acting when i decided to come over here i was 22 wow wow yeah so, so um you, kind of like a band that you just pulled it and went for it huh well yeah i did I did this one movie uh, in Australia and, um, you know, it, tur- it turned out that that movie was going to make its world premiere at Tribeca Film Festival. So that kind of seemed like a good, I- good time to come over here and check it out. Um, myself and one of the other guys from the movie, um, his name is Israel Cannon, uh, we, we came over here together and uh, I got off the plane and you know I was only supposed to come here for a month and then um, I just never went home you know I just kind of got here and I was like okay I'll, I'll stay I'll, I'll, do, I'll do this <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> so uh, I mentioned earlier you know you did a Bosch for a season you played a bad guy man how was your experience yeah. how was your experience on a sh- uh, you know a pretty popular show on Amazon how was your experience oh my gosh like that? so fun they're the best group of people those guys on Bosch they're absolutely awesome um I had a blast I had how, such a blast working on that show how was it playing Carter and a bad guy in a, in a show for almost the whole it season was, yeah it was fun um you know I hadn't played that much of a bad guy before and you know I was it was it was interesting to kind of jump into that that because you had like you know permission to be a bad guy and it was kind of like it was it was really kind of fun um and you know getting to show up on set and you know the majority of my work and my storyline was was uh with titus welliver's storyline bosch and um dude getting to watch that guy work he's he's a pro that was like an acting school all all together right there it was that guy's a real deal such yeah. a pro he looks serious all the time yeah but you know what he's like he just has this i mean it's it's, it's this 
character, the character of Harry Bosch is like, he's just, he's just created like this living, breathing, real person out of, out of the books that Michael Connolly wrote. And yeah. He just, he's such a pro, but, but such a good dude. Really nice guy. So I mentioned earlier also, you know, you had a movie that just got released last week called Mighty Oak. How did you, uh, yes. really quick, tell the listeners what the show's about and then how did you get involved with the project? So it is a movie uh, set in San Diego. Um, and it's about, it's a story of a band. And um, the story of a band who is like on the brink of making it. And on the on the night of our one of our first gigs, um, which is like the big gig where we're opening for Arcade Fire at the Hollywood Bowl, and you know it's, it's we're making it, and so we're driving up to LA, and then boom, we get in a car crash, kills our lead singer, crushes all of our dreams forever and ever and ever, um, and then ten years later, Gina our manager played by Janelle Parrish, she comes and she's with, they've discovered this, you know, 12 year old kid who, who is an absolute genius and who plays just like our lead singer, who sings just like our lead singer, who has the same music and he draws the same pictures. He does all of this. So there's this, you know, question is this a reincarnation of our lead singer Vaughn and then you know the band gets back together and we we start playing shows again and then you have to watch it to know the rest right right but um so so yeah so I got involved um just the way you know a regular I would regularly get involved in a project I I got a call saying can you come in can you put down a tape audition for this role um I did and end up booking the job, and then you know, a week later we were showing up on set. Mm-hmm. When you read the script, what was your reaction to this? I thought it was going to be so fun. Um, yeah, it was. It's 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 a character that I've been wanting to play recently. Um, the it was a, a comedic character, the quirky comic relief guy, and. I was looking to do something like that. So it was, it was, it came along just the right time. Matt Allen wrote a great script. And um, so, yeah, it was a no brainer for me. I just jumped at it. So you played Darby. Like, how would you, uh, you said he's, you know, he's, he's funny and everything. Like how else would you describe him? I mean, he's the drummer. He, uh, <laughs> he's probably the most out there character of, of, of all of them. Um, He's, you know, everybody in a group of friends, you've got that one guy who opens his mouth and you're like, what did you just say? How, how do you even think that way? So that's Darby. He's just, he's just, the he's a riot. He's hilarious. So like when you got the role, like, did you go back to like watching the other like similar movies? Did you have an idea like, like how you're going to play this character? I beg your pardon. I, I, you kind of oh, I, I said, I said, uh, after, um, after you got the role and everything, like, uh, and you knew that, you know, you knew the script was going to be about a band and music and stuff like that. Did you go, like, did you do any research? Did you go, like, watch any other similar type of movies just to have an idea how you, how you wanted to play this character? 
Um, well, I had an idea about how I wanted to play the character um, as a whole, just uh, from ride. You know, there's a kind of know what the what the story is going to entail require of you so i had a general idea about the way i wanted to play the character Not school and stuff like that i was a guitarist um so i had done that stuff before but you know i i i, I also I, I see all of the music movies and i i see all of the, the stuff like that so i i had a general idea about which way i kind of wanted to go with this what was the what was the biggest challenge biggest challenge you had trying to connect with the character? Was there any? It wasn't really a challenge trying to connect with the character per se. I mean the biggest challenge about it was probably it was probably the turnaround time. And I'm not saying turnaround time because that was hard. The turnaround time because it was fast. We kind of got in there, got it done, and then all of a sudden it was over. And that was kind of a bummer because we all had so much fun. Oh. That was the biggest challenge about it, that it had yeah. to end. Uh, how can the, uh, the listeners uh, find them? Where can they find the movie to watch it? Uh, right now it's still theaters. And oh, that's right, drive-ins, right? Drive-ins and stuff like that. Yeah, you can find it. A list of the theaters and stuff on the website, um, mightyoak.com and um, mightyoakmovie.com. And then um, also you can follow it on Instagram, mightyoakmovie. Um, and uh, it's going to be coming to streaming July 7th. What, uh, what's next for you after this? Do you have any other uh, upcoming projects that you're ready to talk about or like sink your teeth in? A couple, couple things in the pipeline. Um, things that I'm working on uh, creating myself um, that I'll be looking to star in and produce. Um, but, you know, it just, it just all depends on how the rest of this, right. the rest of this COVID thing goes. And I mean, you know, I, I've, I've been seeing things in production are going to be okay to start opening up again soon. I just, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Let's mm. see. Let's, I, I guess if 2020 has taught us anything. Um, it's that you can't really make plans about the future. That's right. That's right. You're right. Yep. Um, we had plans to go to a water park tomorrow. And so, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful yeah. that things can start up soon and everyone does their part to keep this thing at bay yeah just, uh know. lastly uh ben how can the listeners uh find you on uh social media uh you can find me on instagram and that's at ben dot milliken m-i-l-l-i-k-e-n and um twitter at ben milli tweets so look me up and give me a follow all right, Ben, this was fun. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. 
That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Time, time, time.